Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night, unable to move or speak? Did you feel a heavy weight on your chest or see strange shadow figures around you? If yes, then you might have experienced sleep paralysis. Hello and welcome to the Force Seed. My name is K Hari Kumar and today I will be talking about this mysterious phenomenon called sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis can be a terrifying experience that affects millions worldwide. I have always been fascinated by horror stories and paranormal phenomena. And knowing that I am a horror item, many readers and fans open up to me and share their experiences with me, which they don't usually feel comfortable sharing with the general public. And sometimes even strangers open up too. Now this was a few months back. I was at the discussion of a horror film script. After the discussion, I was having coffee at a cafeteria. And one of the people from the creative team, whose name I'm not going to disclose, so I'm going to change it to Mr. John. This John, he came up to me and asked me if I really believed in paranormal experiences. A very common question that I come across. And that's one question I usually do not answer because of my own skepticism. And I knew he wanted to share something, so I asked him to straight away share what was in his mind. He said it was something about a nightmare he had. And he believed that there was an unexplained paranormal influence underneath the experience. And then he started narrating his paranormal experience. It was a rainy night in July, and John was staying at some relative's place with his spouse. He had fallen asleep after watching a Hollywood horror movie. The little did he know that he was about to have a personal encounter with a horror beyond his imagination. He woke up in the middle of the night, feeling a weight on his chest. He couldn't move or speak and felt like someone was strangling him to suffocation. John tried to scream for help, but no voice came out of his mouth. And then he saw a shadow of a creepy figure standing at the foot of his bed. This figure wasn't human. Maybe it was, but it was too tall and thin, with glowing yellow eyes that pierced through his soul. He tried to shut his eyes, but he could not move any part of his body. He was trapped in his own scary nightmare. This demonic figure slowly approached him and stopped right in front of him. And then it started laughing diabolically. John wanted to run away, but his body was frozen on that bed. The scary creature climbed onto his chest, and he could feel its weight crushing his ribcage. He was paralyzed with fear and helplessness. And just when he thought it was all over, the lights came on suddenly, and the room was bright. 
It was his spouse who had switched on the lights. She looked at her husband, was sweating like he had seen a ghost. As for him, the scary creature had disappeared as soon as the lights came on. John realized that he was able to move again. He sat up and took deep breaths. He told his wife about it, but she did not believe him. She thought it was just a nightmare, a dream, a bad dream. But he knew it was something beyond that. The experience never occurred again. He tried to check with a few experts and they had suggested it could be a case of sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis can be a scary and confusing experience, especially when it involves such vivid hallucinations and sensations. While this personal experience is scary, it actually reflects the real fears and struggles of people who have experienced sleep paralysis. What is sleep paralysis? According to the American Sleep Association, sleep paralysis is a condition in which a person is unable to temporarily move or speak while falling asleep or waking up. It is a type of parasomnia, that is a group of sleep disorders that involve abnormal behavior, movements or perceptions during sleep. This typically lasts a few seconds to a few minutes. It can be accompanied by vivid hallucinations or feelings of terror. It affects people of all ages and genders. However, it is more common in people with a history of narcolepsy, anxiety, depression or PTSD. The National Sleep Foundation says that the exact cause of sleep paralysis is still unknown. But scientists believe it is related to the REM or rapid eye movement stage of sleep. If you remember, I mentioned this in my first episode. This is that phase of nidra or sleep where there is no dream. The dreamless deep sleep or sushupti. During REM sleep, the brain is very active. While the body's muscles are relaxed or paralyzed to prevent movements that could harm the sleeper. And in some cases, this paralysis persists after waking up, leading to what we know as sleep paralysis. Other factors that may contribute to sleep paralysis include sleep deprivation, irregular sleep patterns, stress and substance abuse. The explanation of sleep paralysis has evolved over time. In olden times, this wasn't what people believed caused sleep paralysis. In fact, there was nothing called sleep paralysis. So, in his article, DJ Hufford suggests that sleep paralysis has been surrounded by many myths and legends in different cultures. And one of the most famous one is of the old hag or the night hag. So in Newfoundland, Canada, sleep paralysis is believed or rather was believed to be caused by the old hag. She is also known as the night hag like I mentioned before. She is described as a wrinkled, withered, old, witch-like woman with long withered hair and pointed nails. The story goes that just as you fall asleep, she creeps in from the window if it is open, crawling from the foot of your bed to perch on your chest making it impossible 
for you to move or breathe. So this old hag is also related to the demon that attacks humans at night. This demon is called Mara. And the word nightmare is derived from Mara. Mara actually comes from the old English word mayor. So now you know how it's linked with nightmare. Now the thing is, uh, today we know this as sleep paralysis, but back in those olden days, this phenomenon was called nightmare. Today the word nightmare has a more general meaning that it is a scary bad dream. In fact, this reminds me of an uh, American horror movie called Lumara where a mysterious creature kills people in their sleep. Check it out when you get the chance. Uh, but the concept of the night hag or old hag is just not limited to one geographical region. Various cultures across the world have different names for this supernatural creature. In Mexican and Filipino cultures, it is believed that a ghost or a spirit is responsible for sleep paralysis. Uh, in Spanish folklore, pesanta, a black animal, often a dog or a cat, invades people's homes and sits on, the, on their chests while they are asleep, making it difficult to breathe and causes nightmares. In Islamic culture, sleep paralysis is associated with the jinn. While in Bengali folklore, this phenomenon is believed to be caused by boba. Kashmiris believe that there is a creature called roach. I'm not sure if this is the right pronunciation, but this creature lives in every house. And if the house has not been cleaned, then this creature could attack the person while sleeping. And somehow this also reminds me of the concept of Kali, which infests people who lead an unclean and indisciplined life. In Tamil folklore also, there is a similar concept called Amukapai, which simply translates to the ghost that presses one down. Remember the feeling of something heavy on the chest? This is the common element in all these stories about all these creatures. Basically, they are trying to explain the same concept with whatever knowledge they had at that time. In fact, in Japanese folklore, there is a phenomenon called the Kanashibari. Again, I don't know if this is the right pronunciation, but this is basically the state of being totally bound, as if constrained by metal chains. And it is usually done by a spellcaster or a conjurer who calls upon a vengeful spirit to suffocate enemies through this phenomenon, which we now know as sleep paralysis. But why are most of these creatures similar to witches? If you look at the trend, According to our older generations, sleep paralysis is explained by cultural references, that is the supernatural creatures and sorcery from their folklore. And culture plays a big role in folktales and mythology. And you will find a common thread in the mythical creatures like Old Hag because these regions were part of European colonies. Therefore, witches became part of the local folklore. It was even believed that the witch would kidnap sleepers and take them on a ride on their broomstick. Now, there's a very interesting comparison about which we'll talk very shortly. In one of my horror books called Dakma, published by HarperCollins, I have touched upon this mysterious phenomenon. Those who've read it might be able to recollect the chapter where the protagonist, Anahita Anand, wakes up on her bed after seeing a nightmare and suddenly finds her body paralyzed and to make it worse, the ghost that was haunting her apartment appears right above her, almost 
thrusting its entire weight into Anaita's paralyzed body. If you haven't read the book, then please go and check it out. It's available on Amazon and at bookstores. Anyway, coming back to this uh, topic, Anahita, the protagonist, was going through PTSD from a traumatic incident which happened in her childhood, which affected her amygdala, that part of the brain which was responsible for fear and anxiety. In the rapid eye movement stage of sleep, the human body inhibits its motor neurons, paralyzing itself to prevent any harm caused by vivid dreams. So individuals with sleep paralysis, like Anahita in my book, are aware of their immobility and may experience a sense of panic while attempting to move. And when this is accompanied with hallucinations, it becomes worse. And additionally, breathing patterns become irregular during REM sleep. And the inability to control breathing during sleep paralysis may create a sense of suffocation, which probably explains why it feels like someone has sat on the person's chest. These symptoms can cause overwhelming fear and the amygdala, the brain's threat center, struggles to determine whether the threat is genuine or not. As a result, the person may feel vulnerable and helpless. If you want to dig deeper into the scientific aspect of sleep paralysis, please consider reading this research article called Sleep Paralysis, the Ghostly Bedroom Intruder and Out-of-Body Experiences, the Role of Mirror Neurons. Please do read it. It's very, very technical, but you never know. You might find out a lot more than you were going to expect. So we talked about the old supernatural explanation for sleep paralysis, which was inspired from folklore. Then we also talked about the rational and scientific explanation for sleep paralysis. But now it is time to talk about the modern speculation revolving around sleep paralysis. See, in today's world, most people don't believe in witches and ghosts. Some of them have turned to a more speculative, modern explanation for sleep paralysis. Attached to sci-fi films and books, the idea of aliens or extraterrestrials is very contemporary and somewhat more acceptable to the modern mind. So the flight on the witch's broomstick. Remember, I mentioned this a few minutes ago. Yes, that broomstick has been replaced by a spaceship. The number of people who believe they were abducted by aliens has increased in the last few years. They claim they were subjected to medical experiments and then released again. So scientists believe that people are more likely to report alien abductions when they have been exposed to movies or books or content about the idea. This is coming by influence. These people who claim they were abducted had symptoms like hearing noises, getting pungent smells, unable to move the body, levitating in the air, night terror, images of frightening intruders, probes inserted into their body, so if you look at the symptoms of sleep paralysis, these are very similar to them. When these people, they wake up, they don't remember a lot of things. Rather, they don't remember anything. So it feels like they just had a dream. This somehow reminds me of that uh, neuralizer used by Will Smith in Men in Black movies. Whenever an ordinary human being witnesses something extraterrestrial, then Smith clicks on the neuralizer and the person's recent memory of the extraterrestrial incident is totally wiped out. Coming back to the topic, psychologists claim that alien abduction 
is formed by false memories and maybe sometimes associated with sleep paralysis or at times with daydreams or nightmares this easily explains why john about whose experience i had mentioned at the beginning of this episode had seen the scary creature at his bedside remember he had watched a horror movie before he went to sleep so probably it was the influence of this horror movie he must have seen some creature in the horror movie and that creature must have somehow come in his dream or nightmare and he must have woke up suddenly during the rem sleep and because his body was paralyzed and his brain was active he kind of visualized or hallucinated that terrifying creature standing in front of him and because of the breathlessness he felt that it was something was sitting on top of his chest which is sleep analysis now whether we choose to believe the old supernatural explanation of the old hag or the modern extraterrestrial one or simply choose a rational scientific approach of the psychologists and scientists sleep paralysis is still one of those unexplained phenomena of the human mind sleep paralysis is a mysterious and sometimes frightening condition that affects many people although it has been associated with many myths and legends and futuristic sci-fi entities as well there are scientific explanations for its causes and effective ways to cope with it if you have experienced sleep paralysis then there is nothing to worry remember that you are not alone and seek help with a medical practitioner if needed thank you for listening to this episode of the fourth state i hope you like this episode and do let me know how you felt about it and what i should be talking about in the next episode you can follow me on my instagram and twitter my instagram and twitter handle is at the rate the hari kumar so until next time this is k hari kumar i'm signing off from the fourth state